0: inaugural mock draft Monday what could be better you are locked on Cardinals your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On A Z Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Uh, mock draft Monday. I'm gonna do this in three parts. Okay. The combine is upon us. We'll go deeper in, you know, in depth, you know, just with some prospects tied to the Cardinals, had some interesting conversations about a couple uh, former Florida Gators, Um, not Anthony Richardson, but Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida, is going to have a direct effect on the Arizona Cardinals and what they do in the 2023 NFL draft. And I'll talk more in depth about it because when I say in three parts, the first part, this section, this segment. I will do the boring. This is what the stick and pick Arizona Cardinals should do with their first and second round picks. And when I say boring, it's more set and forget. Keep it simple. Don't trade down. Don't trade down twice. Take a potentially transcendent talent and move on. Okay. And that's, If that's what happens, if that's what Michael Bidwell, Monty Austin Fort, and Jonathan Gannon decide to do, okay, sign me up. And in the second segment, I have a trade-down scenario, uh, which I feel like out of the three that I'm going to be discussing, maybe has the most possibility of actually happening, especially with Anthony Richardson's stock skyrocketing. That puts four quarterbacks potentially taken in the top five If his rise continues, if he continues to wow, if he throws the combine and wows, he could, it could easily go four quarterbacks with the top four picks, depending on what Chicago wants to do. If they want to trade back, which could kind of make things a little bit more murky for who the Cardinals trade back with. Having said that, there are plenty of teams in the top 10 that need quarterbacks or that would choose to draft another quarterback if the opportunity presented itself. And then the final segment, is a trade back twice scenario. And I don't think that this is outside of the realm of possibility. And I didn't do these trades where it's like, oh, the Cardinals get 48 first round picks to trade back. No, I tried to make this as you know realistic as possible. And when it was done, it's like, holy mackerel, the Cardinals have nothing but high end draft capital for the 2024 draft. And it's something that needs to be seriously considered, especially with the unknown of Kyler Murray and when he's going to come back, with the unknown of what this roster is going to look like, with the unknown of who they're going to resign. And if they need more rookies of impact this draft, as opposed to in the future, because of what the roster is going to look like. There's so many question marks. I talked about this since 2017. There are more questions than answers on this roster going into the offseason. And that's what it's been in perpetuity since I took over this podcast. Now, you could say that about any team. There's a lot of things in flux. Are they going to do this? Are they going to do this? You tell me more than six players on the Cardinals roster right now who aren't under rookie-scale contracts who are going to be back next year for sure. Can't. You can't do it. Try to do it. Let's take a sec. Kyler Murray, James Conner, Zach Ertz, that's three. Buda Baker, that's four. Jalen Thompson, that's five. The rest of rookies on rookie-scale contracts that are already team-friendly. You're going to tell me for sure that Byron Murphy's going to be back? You're going to tell me for sure that Zach Allen's going to be back? That Marcus Golden's going to be back? You're going to tell me that for sure? There's no way. You could see a world where both Zach Allen and Byron Murphy walk to get better money elsewhere. I'm not saying one is going to happen more than the other, but there are no surefire bona fide players outside of those five that are 100% absolutely going to be Arizona Cardinals next season. So when I say there are more questions than answers, that doesn't mean what it's meant in the past. What it's meant in the past is, Steve Kahn doesn't know what he's doing. Now it means we are watching a transitionary phase of an organization that desperately needs said transition. So what's gonna happen this offseason? I have no idea. They're still with DeAndre Hopkins. There's still so many things. And we're gonna find out. First things first, this is a mock draft. Of the I just did the first two rounds because we're gonna start slow. There's no reason to pontificate on who they're gonna take in the sixth round. It doesn't matter right now. It matters, of course, it doesn't matter right now. Let's start with the head of the snake, okay? First two rounds. Remember, what the Cardinals did last year was trade for a wide receiver and draft a tight end when they had desperate-needed offensive line, edge rusher, corner, inside interior defensive line. So what I did was I did – took the easy way. Not the easy way, with the obvious way. Will Anderson at three and B.J. Ojolari – uh, brother of uh, Aziz Ojalari. Um, and I did this because it shores up one huge need for the Cardinals. And there's another reason why I did this. Obviously, there were no offensive linemen at that spot at that time for me to take. And you'll see later on when I, with another one I Mox, I, I, I grabbed I, uh, grab the center in the second round. But there's a couple different ways you can go with this. You can look at it and say, you know what? The Cardinals need help everywhere. What's the Cardinals' strength right now? I think there's one. Safety. That's the strength. Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, the best position group on the roster. And I don't count Kyler Murray. We're not going to say Kyler Murray's a strength threat. Stop it. Kyler Murray's the number one. Okay, He doesn't, he doesn't have, come into these conversations. Until he's not, he is. And he is because, in my opinion, there won't be an until he's not. I could be proven wrong. I will happily, you know, eat eat that when the time comes, if the time comes. But if you go pass rusher, pass rusher, that means that at a premium position, the Cardinals now have a strength. Because you roll out, I think they're, it's going to be a 4-3 base, but Jonathan Gannon said himself, I don't really have a scheme. So if you look at Zabin Collins, Isaiah Simmons, Will Anderson, and B.J. Ojolari coming in, then you have a group what could be for the next, you know, five years. It's barring pending a lot of different things. But then the Cardinals have young, crazy talent. And I know Cam Thomas and MyJ Sanders, they moved around a lot last year. I don't think that if you look at that position group, You could not say that that's not the strength of this team. On top of the safeties, on top of having a defensive minded head coach, on top of having a linebacker's coach that just turned into the defensive coordinator for the Cardinals. So I don't think drafting a second position, secondary position for secondary sake, just because you took Will Anderson with the third overall pick means you need to take a different position. I think that would be an absolute home run for the Cardinals if they were to stick and pick at three. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This is where it gets fun. And by fun, I'm not saying that flippantly. Like the Cardinals shouldn't do this. When I looked and when I, you know, checked out the trade market, as it were doing these pro football focus mock drafts, I saw two scenarios that would absolutely and unequivocally help the Arizona Cardinals for the future. And isn't that all you want from a draft? I'll talk about one trade down. Next, Lockdown Cardinals. Uh, the midway point of the NBA season is here, and that makes me even more excited to talk about FanDuel. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook because new customers get a no-sweat first bet to up to $1,000. So now is probably the perfect time to download FanDuel, the app. That's So they get no-sweat first bet up to $1,000, okay? That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you you know, combine your bets a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay so don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com locked on that's fanduel.com locked on to learn more make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba massive inaugural 2023 mock draft Monday here on Lockdown Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please like, subscribe, turn notifications on the YouTube channel, trying to get to three thousand subscribers before the start of the 2023 season. This offseason is going to be incredible. Content abound, storylines abound, and my opinions abound. So thank you for hanging out. My first mock draft scenario was the Cardinals just sticking and picking at three and it's 34 in the second round. Will Anderson, edge rusher, Alabama. B.J. Ojolari, edge rusher, LSU. Turn a weakness into a strength in two picks. And then you could check it off. You can check it off the list and say, you know what? Let's look elsewhere, whether it be free agency or deeper in the draft, to be able to accumulate more young talent that can make an immediate impact for this team in transition. The second option, I looked. I'm like, okay. So after after talking uh, last week with uh, Brad Spielberger uh, from Pro Football Focus, uh, great great follow on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad, he brought the thought process of the Cardinals trading down, and I was like, oh, that sounds gross. And then and then when you start thinking about it. It's like, okay, the Cardinals have vast amount of needs for this roster. Vast amount. And couple that with Kyler Murray potentially missing a chunk of the season this season. It's like, okay, think rationally here. If DeAndre Hopkins is getting traded, you don't have to worry about that. Okay, DeAndre Hopkins is getting traded. You don't have to worry about keeping DeAndre Hopkins happy when you restructure and you and you. So let's, even though I don't think they should trade him, let's say they do trade him, because that's probably the more likely of the two options. So they do trade them and they get a second round pick this year, late first round pick this year, which can throw kind of a wrench into this specific mock draft setup, or it couldn't. And and that's something that is out of the hands right now. So uh, when when I looked at this trade down scenario that I offered to the Detroit Lions at six, it made nothing but sense to me. So instead of drafting at three, the Cardinals trade down to six. And they draft – well, they trade down to six. They get a second rounder this year on top of that and Detroit's first rounder next year. And I think moving up from six to three, that's fair. I mean, that's, that's a big jump, especially if you want to jump ahead of other teams who want to draft a quarterback. And that's something that the Cardinals are going to need to leverage because regardless of what Chicago does at one – the Cardinals are going to – they have a coveted spot at three. So you're hoping that there are a couple of teams that are vying for your affection and one over you know over offers a little bit just to get that spot, and the Cardinals reap the benefits. That's the idea. So the Cardinals trade away number three to trade down to six. They pick up Detroit's second-round pick this year on top of that and Detroit's first-round pick next year. So not only do the Cardinals move down a couple spots, they can still draft a player of excellence – they pick up another second round pick and a first next year, which sets him up for success for not only this draft, but for next draft. So you draft Devon Weatherspoon, who's looked to be, or Witherspoon, sorry, who's looked to be as the top corner in this draft, one of two. And you'll see in the next segment who I have the Cardinals taking. It's another corner from this class. So you draft a corner, okay? This means that with his skill set, It'll maybe make it a little bit easier to walk away from Byron Murphy. Or if you want to pay Byron Murphy, then you have the cornerback room, which is set up to be much more of a strength than the anemic pass rush the Cardinals had last year. Even though, you know, J.J. Watt had double-digit sacks from his position, but it it, it wasn't – trust me, it wasn't a strength. And we know that especially from the uh, edge rusher position. So you trade – you draft Devon Witherspoon – And then in the second round, it's still B.J. Ogilari to me. I looked and I I watched him film on him. He's going to be my favorite to draft in the second round. If things go differently in the first round, obviously that is subject to change. But as of right now, he'd be a get for me in the second round. I mean, unless the Cardinals want to go wide receiver, no questions asked in the second round should be very Steve Kimey because that's all Steve Kime drafted in the second round. B.J. Ogilari could be a lot worse, especially if the Cardinals trade back and don't draft an edge rusher in the first round. And then in the second round, getting the second pick from Detroit, you draft a center out of Ohio State who's going to be a center. And you know what the Cardinals need? Set and forget offensive linemen. This dude's an absolute beast, 6'3", 200 pounds. He's not 6'7", so Kyler Murray can see over him. For those that think that Kyler Murray has trouble seeing over the offensive line and being able to not throw intermediate passes because he can't see over the offensive line, I think this would be an absolute home run first two rounds for the Cardinals because it fits three needs. What three needs? The three needs the Cardinals had more than all the others going into last year's draft that Steve Kime just decided to ignore. Not only do the Cardinals pick up an extra second rounder this year, they get a first rounder next year, which brings their total to two. But wait, there's more in what my favorite mock draft is. In this massive inaugural mock draft Monday for the twenty twenty three NFL Draft, I will discuss next where the Cardinals trade down twice and accumulate massive draft assets slash capital for the twenty twenty four draft. I will talk about that as we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Mock draft Monday, inaugural episode. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. Please like, subscribe, turn the notifications on to the YouTube channel. Just search Locked on Cardinals. If you'd like to go leave a review wherever you get your podcast'd be happy to hear from you. I had some rogue Baltimore Ravens fans uh, just completely plummet, jettison our rating because I said something that wasn't 100% positive about Lamar Jackson three years ago. So still reaping the rewards from that one. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Please follow the podcast and Locked On AZ Cards. Stick and pick first segment. One trade down with Detroit to accumulate not only a second second round pick for twenty twenty three, but also a first round pick for twenty twenty four. And this one, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. So Atlanta is an interesting one because is Desmond Ritter their guy? We don't know. Is Anthony Richardson going to skyrocket up draft boards? We don't know. If first answer is no and second answer is yes, the Atlanta Falcons could 100% be in the market to draft a quarterback. So with that, I have the Cardinals trading down from three to eight, where they'll get Atlanta's first-round pick this year, obviously, with the pick swap a first-rounder in 2024, and a first-rounder in 2025. Moving up from eight to three garners that. I mean, that's what that's what San Francisco pretty much gave up to move up that amount of spots for Miami. I, th- I think they may, be, may even have been higher drafting than eight. So the Cardinals get picks there. They move back to eight, okay? And then the Jets see a quarterback still there at eight. They're like, you know what? Got it right, got it wrong with Zach Wilson. Let's start over. Anthony Richardson, you're our guy. The the Jets trade up with the Cardinals. The Cardinals give them eight and their fourth rounder this year, move back to 13 and get another first round pick. So that means the Cardinals have three first round picks in 2024. And they still, with this mock draft, there's a chance that Christian Gonzalez isn't going to be there because he's looked at as the 1A, according to Brad Spielberger, of corners in this draft. You draft Christian Gonzalez at 13 overall, and then I take BJ O'Gilary in in the second round again. And what I'm looking at here is a complete backloading of assets to where 2023 is going to be rebuilding. And when I've talked about this multiple times, the win-loss record for the Arizona Cardinals does not matter nearly as much as the culture shift, the mindset mindset shift, the leadership shift. That is immeasurably more important to the Cardinals in 2023 than their win-loss record. Kyler Murray comes back in week two. We're having a different conversation, okay? But as of right now, if Kyler Murray is going to miss five, six, seven games, punting on 2023 can start and should start when my, when Roger Goodell says the 2023 NFL draft has officially begun, because it's not tanking; it's looking at the most important things to be able to get the Arizona Cardinals in a position to win in the future, leadership, culture changing, mindset shifting, foundation strengthening. Those are the most important things for the Arizona Cardinals in 2023, regardless of how much Kyler Murray plays. And with that, looking at this trade scenario, and sure, it's a little loose. The Christian Gonzalez will be there at 13. But the Cardinals, even if Christian Gonzalez isn't there, and they can accumulate three first-round picks or two first-round picks for 2024 on top of their own, that's a win, baby. That's a win. Now, will they trade back? Don't know. Should they trade back? Probably. Are people going to be nervous about them trading back because of what's happened over the last handful of drafts? Absolutely. Does that mean that the Cardinals shouldn't trade back out of fear that Monty Austin Ford is Steve Kime Part 2? No. That is not something that can be between the ears of anybody in the organization, anybody, any of the fans, any of the media members. It can't be because this is not what it was. This is new, new rules, new trust, tabula rasa, clean slate, Arizona Cardinals 2.0. Alex Lance, locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.